Welcome to the Corporate Escapers podcast, your guide to finding, following and creating the life you love. I'm Christine Ness and I'm here to help you discover your passion, turn it into a business and live the life of your dreams. So do you ever feel like you're stuck in a rut, going through the motions day in, day out, not feeling fulfilled? Or maybe you have a passion and you're not sure how to turn it into a business where you're not alone. That's why we've created a show to give you the tools, the inspiration and guidance you need to find and follow your passion, start a business and create a life you love. We'll bring you the expert interviews, the success stories and actionable advice to help you turn your passions into a business. So are you ready to ignite your passion and start pursuing your dream life? If so, join us on this journey as we explore the exciting world of entrepreneurship and also take your life to the next level. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show and podcast. I am your host, Christine Innes. I am delighted to have my very beautiful friend returning back, Juliana. Thank you, beautiful, for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I love, love and adore you so much. You just, honestly, I just instantly feel calm. Like I read your posts. I just in your presence, I automatically feel calm. So I'm so delighted to have this conversation with you. Me too. Me too, my love. So before we get started, I'm going to hand it over to you so you can introduce yourself and then we've got a really exciting topic that we're going to talk about um, that has just become front and center, which I think is really, really something that so many people need to hear about. So I hand it over to you, first of all. My name is Juliana J, and I'm known as the Soul Illuminator because um, I have a unique gift that allows me to look into the soul of another person, to look in their, into their book of life and to see what is their soul purpose. And why are they on this earth and and how can they walk through the challenges that they have come on earth with to be their best selves and shine their light? So um, I work with a whole myriad of people who are coming into uh, a huge understanding of their universal consciousness, 5D reality. And then at another level, many of those are what I call empaths, which is highly sensitive people. Uh, who are down here to be, I call them the eyes and ears reports for the universe because we're the ones who notice notice and know and ha- take a deeper dive on everything. So those people, um, and I am one of them, uh, we tend to be very passionate and sometimes that leads to a little bit of burnout or a huge burnout. So I help people to avoid that burnout or recover from that burnout and to have the empathic empowerment to be who they need to be in this world without overextending I love it I love it before I even realized what the word empath was obviously I went through burnout that was part of my what I call Mm. my ungracious exit from the corporate world but people who are you know sitting there because burnout is such a, a wildly used term now especially in corporate but how can somebody I guess, start to recognize the symptoms of burnout before it gets to the the other end of it? Oh, beautiful question. Well, firstly, if there's anyone listening who this triggers, I'm here to help and I'm here to talk to you if you need to. Um, our energy is our greatest barometer of whether we're on purpose and whether we're in balance. So when you find this, maybe a job that you absolutely loved, and I was one of those, 
and it was your passion with no problem you loved your community around you felt full coming home when you feel that slipping when you feel that that becomes a chore when you feel drained and your energy is not there to propel your wings and um, it's like this is not something that is supporting your wellness this is not something that is for your highest good anymore that the way that you're approaching that job is not conducive to you remaining in balance, stable, well, and feeling fulfilled. And that's a haunting feeling. It's like this piercing feeling of, oh my God, I, I don't get this anymore. Everyone's annoying me. I'm irritable. I There must be something wrong with me. I used to love this. Why am I being so weird? These are the kind of questions that start to go through your head and you can push them down, but the exhaustion doesn't go away mm. and no holiday fixes it because the, the day you're going back after the holiday that was supposed to fix it, you are no better off than you were. And you are getting constant signs from the universe saying not this way. Mm. Mm. And it's really listening to those signs like I've shared with you before that well now what I believe is that you get three signs you get the little feather which is the little tickle like hey hello you know um you need to listen otherwise you get the brick which falls on your toe when it it hurts or you get the Mack truck and I had the Mack truck it was here you go we're going to make you sick which I'm a big believer that the universe made me sick to actually make me listen to Mm -hmm. to you know, to go, hey, this is just not working for you. But also too, I wasn't actually following what I was here for as well, which I now truly believe that this is, I've had to go through moments in life to be able to recognize the power of stories. And that's part of what I'm actually here for now. But when people start getting that inkling, start getting that sort of message that something's not right what are some of the things that they can do to help restore their energy to help reconnect back or to actually even see if they're on the right pathway as well okay there's a few questions there so i know sorry i've overloaded you with okay. you, you could bring me back when i lose myself here um firstly i had no idea when this was happening to me the value of being able to use mother earth and her grounding mm-hmm. and when people used to say to me you're just not grounded juliana it felt like a personal insult and it felt like they slapped me across the face because i didn't know how to mm-hmm. and this often happens where you go in and you're in a class and they're telling you to breathe and you're like i don't know why i need to breathe why do i need to breathe What's that going to do for my head that's busy? This is only bringing up my thoughts. So you need a teacher who actually can teach you why Mother Earth has the neutral and negative charge that you need to balance the positive charge that sits 60 miles into the atmosphere. And you're like the little egg timer in the middle. When you begin to understand the ions that are coming off the Earth and how you standing there breathing into the earth will stabilize your vagus nerve your nervous system and you get a full understanding of why you're grounding you may think of doing it as a ritual 
Whereas when you just are told join a yoga class or just ground. For most people who are empathic, that is not enough research. That's not enough to, to convince me. I will do it once or twice, but I won't continue it. So when I'm teaching people, I teach them from an area of let me know why I need to do what I need to do and let that help. Then there are many tools and techniques that you can use, say, in your office. If you are in your office and you have a piece of Shanghai crystal, that's going to deflect EMF that could be completely draining your nervous system if you're highly sensitive. Um, that is a fantastic crystal also to deflect energy that's coming from another person, which may be setting off your nervous system. OK, because our nervous system is our messenger and it is telling you whether you're safe or not safe all of the time. You can use things like sage. They can be hard to use in a corporate environment because nobody wants to feel like they're the girl or the man who went in and, and blew the sage around the place. So what you can do is you can program your crystals to do the neutralization for you. And it can work in the same way. You could be the girl who always needs to put the window open. Um, but by you coming into a state of grace in the morning where you have your ritual of grounding, your meditation, it's like you've brought yourself and your pendulum swing into balance. So you're not going to be swung off by somebody's over need to stretch you. You're going to know your balance. What's authentic for me? Where? How do I stay in balance? What feels like a safe way for me to work? When you ask me to do that, you're putting me into overwhelm. Am I going to go into overwhelm to people please you? Or am I going to say that will be tomorrow's work? Or if you want me to bring this forward, shall I leave behind what I was to do today? So you're managing your overwhelm. You're managing each situation and you're saying, what is it that I want? How do I know myself enough to be able to empower myself to have a voice? Mm. That is so powerful because I think a lot of people pleasers, and I'm one of them. I'm, I call them a recovering, but I fall off the wagon every now and then. But mm. it is because I don't like to look inwards in myself. It's so much easier to look outwards but to actually come back inwards and to ask myself and to give myself what I need as well, it's, it is a difficult process for people, but it's essential to reset. Oh, I love, I love your language. So if you're an empath, you have more mirror neurons around your eyes. Okay. This is your brain is actually wired differently. Okay. So you're going to be externally focused. So if you're holding a little baby, right, and you're breastfeeding a little baby or bottle feeding a little baby, that distance between mammy and baby regulates regulates the child. Okay. Mm -hmm. You may wonder where I'm going with this. And when we're going goo goo and gat gat, they're following our eyes, they're following and they're mirroring what's going on. For empaths, we are very well able to create that regulation in people and mirror connection. We don't like conflict because we can feel the energy shift in the office. So we want out of that. So what do I need to do to please you? And then we often have an issue with self-worth. So we actually lose ourselves in situations 
And we we have to work so hard to bring ourselves back to ourselves where we say, why did I give my power away? Why did I say yes when I meant no? Mm. So when I'm training with people and when I'm reading for people, I'm going into a deep analysis of where the power is being lost. How do we gain back the power? Mm. How do we re-regulate the nervous system and bring in the law of attraction regardless of what's happening? And how do we come internally focused on our soul as opposed to giving our soul away on a platter to anyone, to the highest bidder, in hope that we get validation? Mm. It's just like, are you reading my life right now? <laughs> I hope not, Christine. You no, people, I hope people, not. Know, people know my story. And I, I think, you know, it's, you know, I, I had an interesting conversation because, like, we're, we're brought up in society that, you know, you follow particular society rules, which we all have to live by. But one of the key things is that you go to school, you get a good job. And then when you retire, that's when you have fun. And when you mm-hmm. go against the grain, you're also going against what society has taught us, also going yeah. against the stories that we've been told as a child. And I think that's also how the people pleaser in us, well, that's how I feel the people pleaser in us comes because we're going against the grain. It feels uncomfortable. Oh my goodness, how can I come back to feeling nice and safe again? So you're pleasing oh, others. Oh, that's a great thought, yes. You see, each time there's a shift in our lives, whether it's the loss of a parent, whether it's the loss of a relationship, whether it's a relationship that was very loving, turning a little bit narcissistic and and, and you feeling you're losing grip, whether it's a fight with our child, because all of these things changes. There can be a feeling of, oh, my God, I'm losing it here. I don't know where I'm at. And I want that feeling of safety. So if you're paying my wages and you're keeping it safe from me, then I've got to say yes to you. So I was in a, a huge six-figure salary uh, in corporate, in, in pharmaceuticals, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, I had three children. Uh, we were building a house, so I was the only income. And that paid everything. It made everything work. And to this day, I'm really grateful for that. Until the day when a new manager came in. And the bullying that was happening, not actually to me, but to all the people around me was affecting me massively. And I had no power to change that. So I got all the phone calls, all the tears, all the, did you, do you know what he just did now? Mm. And I found meetings really, really difficult. And I had no idea about empathic empowerment at that time. Um, But I did have a whole connection to the universe and I had my 5D awakening. And I knew deep inside that this was not where I was to serve anymore, but I had no idea what the next step looked like. And I felt like I was jumping off a complete um, tightrope somewhere and just free falling. Mm. However, that was when my life changed, when I actually came back to myself and realized this is not a fit for my personality anymore. I have taken from this experience the goodness that was there and now it's raiding my energy field. Now it's making me double think everything. You know, Christine, I was, I'm a feeler. And when I used to write reports, I used to, at the end of the week, I would say, I feel, I feel, I sense, I this, I that. And then I would do an hour going back over the report saying, 
it has become clear, 33% increase in X. The fact is, and I was killing myself and everything that I sensed and I knew that they would always implement because they knew I was on it, if that makes sense. They knew I understood. Those things worked. They worked, but I was working in an environment where knowing and feeling were not actually recognized as something that was concrete. Mm. So I was peddling against myself. Mm. And then when I did leave, the feeling of freedom and the terror of who will I be now mm. were working in tandem. And if I had known then <laughs> what I know now, I would have ran out the door. <laughs> it would have been because I have never had my energy not maintained like it was in the last few months where I was trying to make a decision. So I work with a lot of people who are in that crisis point or not in the crisis, but are aware there's looming change. So either way, and they want to walk through that steadily. They want to understand what their soul is saying to them and they want to follow the correct path. They want to course correct their energy so that they're able to manage the last piece of the marriage or the, the changes that are happening in the organization or before they step into another company yeah. or the holistic approach that they want to bring into their life. They need huge support, a support that I longed for. Yeah. And I I love it that you said that the support that you long for, because I feel like when we step into a true leadership role, it is that we become the beacon of light for what we didn't have so that we can do that for others as well. It's the Chiron energy in astrology, if you've ever come across that, the wounded <laughs> healer. <laughs> it's the wounded healer, but that healer does heal. And then she goes on to create community like you mm -hmm. were doing, Christine. And the reality is our energy is our biggest barometer. And when and, and the biggest terror people have is what if I'm not provided for? What if I make a change and there's nothing on the other side and I look like a fool? And I would always say that when we have a vision, the provision is provided. Mm. When we have clear vision of what it is that we need to be in the world that provision is provided a lot of the time we have hunches and we've intuitive knowings but we need somebody to be the mediator to say is this just a fancy idea i have in my head or is this a soul calling is this something that is bringing me into the right path or am i just imagining that i'm bigger than i am because when the soul speaks which i think was your second part of the question when the soul is speaking to you and it is outlining where it wants to go, it is often into uncharted waters and it is often into a bigger role than you've ever played before. Mm. It, it um, certainly is. And I, I speak to so many people who have had that awakening or have had that moment in their life where they're like going, if I look back at my life even six months ago, 12 months ago, five years ago it's completely different but regardless of what has changed it's actually themselves that's the biggest the biggest change it's it's not the lifestyle as such it is them it's the way that they're perceiving the world it's the way that they're carrying themselves it's the way that they're speaking to others 
because they've had that shift within themselves to be able to see what is grander out there as well. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, the vibrational match, we, we, are, we are the law of attraction. So as we change and when sometimes those changes we do not want to see, we do not want to see our mm -hmm. husband or our wife changing. We do not want to see a relationship deteriorating with a child. We don't want to see a, a work line feeling like it's something we've got to leave. And sometimes we don't. I mean, I've, I've spoken to a lot of people who just needed to move department. They were just in a bullying situation, which was overwhelming them, and they just mm. needed to see it differently. But when the law of attraction comes in, our energy is propelling us. Our energy is bringing us. And that's why having the empowerment tools and rituals of your day to be able to set up your energy for the day, to be able to be empowered enough to know your yes from your no, to actually realize and cultivate an environment in your mind that says, I don't people please anymore. I do me. Mm. Um, when we when we get rid of the notion of I need to be so nice. No, you need to be kind. Mm. Nice is in the eye of the beholder. Nice switches like that. Nice switches when we say no to many people. We need to know inherently in, in our being, I'm a kind person. Mm -hmm. I don't mean you any harm. Mm. Goodwill is what I wish. I wish to do good in the world. But I do have my boundaries. I do have my values. And when you step upon my values, you, you violate my boundaries. And I need you to know that that's not okay. So when I'm working with people, I'm helping them to find those values so that they're not just something you talk about. There's something, you know, you live by. Mm. Well, you know, values are my jam. It, it was literally the game changer <laughs> for my life. It's I, I called your values. You're pretty much the roots because if you have those, you know, if you have them embedded within you, you can withstand anything because you can sway with the wind. They're the roots that are holding you to the ground. And, I mean, your values change over time, um, I think, you know, as you go through different moments in time. life. Yeah, All they do time. change. But I don't think values I talked to enough about earlier on. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what do you stand for? What are you willing to shout from the rooftop? What do you, you know, because they are in um, as such an essence of you. I believe that they're so form part of your being of who you are and they're what you stand for as well i had a girl in a class one night and we were doing values um online and one of her values was ethics and i said to her could you explain that to me uh, because it's not mine it's not my value if that makes sense and she mm. said well i would be very aware of how things are sourced so she's she's a rep in firm actually pharmaceuticals as well and she was selling CBD oil, but she didn't like the way that it was actually being produced. Mm -hmm. So she needed to leave the company because once she realized the ethics that were being used and also the culture that was happening within the company around this and the secrecy, she felt completely violated. So mm -hmm. when she was trying to sell and somebody asked her the question, she would fudge it and the sale would not go through because she could not stand over something that was not ethical for her. So that's a prime example. For me, my core value at one stage was connection. Mm. 
Mm. I craved it. I loved connection, feeling deeply with people, feeling that sense of embrace, that sense of community. But I actually found that every time a friendship left me or even a, a client that I loved <laughs> moved on um, and certainly, you know, deep relationships, it shook me so badly. It hurt so badly because I craved it so much in a healthy way, if that makes sense. But it became yeah. unhealthy that I had to move mind to truth. Mm-hmm. And my core value is truth. If I'm authentic and in my truth, then anything that happens unto me, I can cope with because inherently I'm sitting in my truth. Mm, So I had to look at that because it was actually killing me. Mm, Yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, like my son said to me a few years ago, he goes, mom, I don't know who you are anymore because I have changed. I was the mom who worked. And now I have my own business. So they see it differently. They, you know, they don't obviously see behind the scenes of the work that you put into it. But I've mm. gotten to know who I am so much more. And authenticity is my highest core value because I love working with people who are very authentic. But I also want to make sure that I'm showing up authentically today and every single day so that if I'm not feeling the best, I don't need to hide it anymore. If I am filled with love and joy, I want to show it and, you know, you know, show my appreciation to people. And I think it's interesting when we look at the relationships, when people start to change and how that can shift, but how you can also become closer and mend it even more because you've actually become connected to who you are, but also to your true values as well. Well, when you take that particular example with your son, okay, so mommy, you've changed. No, no mommy really wants to hear that unless you've changed from positive. <laughs> and usually it is because maybe you have your boundaries in place and you're like, no, I'm not doing that now anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to start that up for yourself or whatever, that you're actually realizing that there's growth needed in the relationship. There is that feeling inside of, oh gosh, I, I want them to love me. I want it to remain the same way as it all was and mammy should be forever and mammy shouldn't change my idea of a mother believe it or not was a very fat lady that you put your arms around my mother is seven and a half stone why i don't know but we can have ideas of a mammy what a mammy is right so the reality is as you're walking through this scenario all you can be is the true you anything else will drain you Mm. Anything else is going to create a false self that you are going to not feel safe within. Mm. Anything else is going to rev up your vagus nerve and send you into palpitation, into running to the loo, into a geeky tummy, into a funny throat, because the Mm -hmm. vagus nerve is something that I work very deeply with people with because they need that reset and regulate Mm. it after they've gone through traumatic situations. So when you're changing, you do need to leave room for someone like your lovely son to say, yes, there is a new me emerging, but the love I have for you is still the same. I just need a bigger plant pot to plant my roots in at the moment because I'm supposed to change. This is the third semester of my life and this is the change of me and none of us get to skip it. 
oh, I wish I heard that years ago <laughs> and like just be able to say it because it's it's a very difficult and it doesn't have to be like the relationship I've got with my son I mean it's it's beautiful relationship we have we have a very open honest you know relationship and um but you know it also comes to like friendships like friendships like you said outgrow because you have become a different person and I love the analogy that you said that you just replanting yourself into a bigger pot to allow yourself to grow to put the the new roots to expand down as well I think that's just so beautiful I think I might just have to borrow that (laughs) the other thing I learned only this year uh from a beautiful colleague uh she said Juliana we vibrate people out of our lives Mm. and my heart stopped and I went wow whoa it was like this, <laughs> sorry mm. if I scared anyone listening, but it was like this, wow, so that job that you're struggling in, maybe you're vibrating that out of your life. Mm. Those friendships, maybe you have a, a part to play. Maybe they're being nasty to you or weird or shutting you out, but your energy has changed. Mm. And when I realize that I have a part to play in vibrating people out of my life, unintentionally but my actual energy is either bringing attracting or it's it's releasing right um i'm either bringing the law of vibration and attraction in onto me or i'm repelling it because it's not in vibration alignment so when you're in your authentic truth which is kind of a a mix between your value and my value right we go there when you're in your authentic truth what is actually happening is you are realigning your energy and only that which is for your highest good or has a soul lesson attached to it can can remain. Mm, I love that. I love it. I, I'm such it a, brings a lot of love in Christine because you does. can go, okay, I cannot, like the only sure thing we have as you know on this earth is change. Mm. And we cannot continue to be in false relationships forever but each time new relationships are coming in which are mirroring us so we don't have to be the false self so Mm -hmm. as the layers of the onion peel off for us it allows people who are in vibrational alignment to actually find us to nurture us to laugh with us to support us to engage us to inspire us and therefore, we can't always mourn what's gone before us. Yeah. Because that served at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm such, it, it took me a long time to realize that it's not happening to us. It, uh, sorry, it's, I'm going to say this completely wrong now. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, you know, there are lessons, everything that's happening right now in our lives they are beautiful lessons and those lessons set us up for things that we may not know what's coming in our lives as well but also too those lessons like you said to either vibrate people in or to vibrate people out as well and I love that I love that analogy it's beautiful that that is your soul your soul in your book of life that I read for it's called the Akashic Records for anyone who knows that word but that kind of scares people (laughs) so it's your book of life and it is the template it's the blueprint of the soul 
So when you're actually um, in alignment with the blueprint of your soul, the divine timings and the divine order create miracles that are supposed mm. to happen, right? So, for example, you know, I've been working on a book for empaths and I could not get the title of that book. All I knew was something the empaths way, but it would not gel. And yesterday, out of nowhere, it came in saying soul power, the empaths way. And I knelt on the floor and I thanked all of my guides. I was nearly in tears because I was going, that is what I stand for. That is who I am. But I could that wing couldn't come in. Those words couldn't come in. The power of those words couldn't come in. And that will never be changed. That will be the title. But I had to wait for two and a half years for that title. I and it is that. now it's ready to go out to the world it is now i do not need to ask anybody else is that title okay because soul power is what i'm about soul power but in a gentle empathic way not in some mm. aggressive way that is pretending you're someone else and mm. um, there is a time for all of us your book of life is unfolding mm. and when you get a clear sense of your soul plan and why you're here and it's more than your passion. There's a reason why you incarnated. And when you're clear about that reason, miracles can be made manifest easily. Mm. And you have a clear path and direction. So for me, when people come to me and, and understand their sole purpose and go on to get the training to empower themselves to be who they need to be, that energy is flowing those miracles are recurring. The law of attraction is propelling and we cannot but become the truth of who we need to be. And you've shown your son how to wash his teeth. I'm sure he didn't want to wash them. I'm sure he wanted him <laughs> a teeth that never needed washing. But you knew that if that didn't happen, mm -hmm. he wouldn't be, he wouldn't have teeth that would support him for the rest of his life. Mm. These are things you taught him because you knew better and you need to be so aware that you're teaching him about change and you're teaching him that as he will grow, he will change. But love will prevail. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. And I love, I love everything that you do. I love how you're, you know, obviously using the, the experiences that you've had to be able to now show people what is absolutely possible. How can people work with you, my friend? Well, I have found from doing podcasts all over the world that having a discovery call, which I call a curiosity call, because I don't like the word discovery, but that's <laughs> kind of the world knows, but it, we're curious beings. If you're curious as to how I can help you or whether we would get on and whether I could be your, your soul mentor, um, I'd love you to just book, a curiosity call for 10 minutes with me we will talk about you who you are how life is for you and it will be gentle because I am gentle and we will work out what would work what could work or if it's if I am a vibrational match for you mm -hmm. and from there we can work through a plan for you and we can bring your guides and your soul into an alignment where you can truly live a life where you live and you love and you know that you matter. 
because that's all I want for everyone is to live the life they came here for. I love that. I love it. Before we go, I have five random questions. They're not pre-prepared. Just five random questions that people can get to know you a little bit better. So, tea or coffee? Oh, I'm Irish, a cup of tea in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee during the day, a cup of tea in the morning. And the second one means I've had a great day. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) The beach or the country? Uh, I live in the country, but I know the value of the beach. I think the country grounds me. I live in a fairy fort here, basically. It's beside my house. and on ancestral ground yeah um but i but i can't live too long without going to the beach for the ions of the sea to cleanse my aura yeah i'm the same as you i live in the country and i have to go to the beach twice a week so yeah it's beautiful (laughs) i love it um would you prefer a five-star hotel or camping five-star my type of girl my type of girl and would you prefer to travel by boat or by air by plane i i i'm with the angels most of the time in my (laughs) life i like to fly high (laughs) boats make me sick (laughs) i love it and last one would you prefer a book or a movie i want i want it to imprint upon me um, and sometimes I get so disappointed when I've read a book and then I go, oh, they didn't capture it. <laughs> they didn't capture what he was saying. But I do. I watch a lot of Netflix like everybody else. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Very, very much for being here and sharing your gifts with us. We're going to pop all the details out. Everyone can reach out to you. If you've got any questions, make sure you reach out to Juliana. Um, pop them below or book um, a beautiful curiosity call, which I absolutely love. So thank you so much, beautiful, for being here and sharing your gifts with us. No problem. It's been an honour and a privilege. Lovely conversation. Namaste, my darling. Oh, thank you so much, beautiful. Thank you for all of you who have tuned in to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show. Remember to live life to the fullest every single day. Love and light to you all.